Welcome to Queer Christian Conversations, the podcast where we explore the intersection of queer identity and Christian faith. I'm your host, Coach Yema, and I'm here to guide you through this journey. As an LGBTQ plus affirming Christian coach, I know firsthand that navigating these two identities can be complex, especially when fear, shame, and doubt are involved. That's why on this podcast, I'll be sharing my own experiences, insights, and strategies to help you feel confident in your relationship with God. We'll cover a range of topics from how to reconcile your queer identity with your faith to practical tips for building a strong spiritual foundation. Together, we're going to dive deep into the issues that matter the most to you. So whether you are a Christian who is queer, looking to connect with others who share your journey, or someone who's curious about how these two identities can coexist, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's have some queer Christian conversations. Hello, beloved. It's podcast day. Today, we are talking about overcoming self-doubt and insecurity, as you already read in the title. But before we jump into that, I want to tell you why we skipped last week. And it's so exciting because you already know if you're following me on Instagram and TikTok, you've already seen this announcement, okay? But the 40-day devotional that I've been writing in order to know God is now live and ready for you to pre-order. And I'm so excited. The paperback is going to be coming in a little bit, okay? I'm working on that. Um, That shouldn't take longer than a week. It should be done by this weekend, fingers crossed. And that's what I was doing last week, making sure that it was ready to be live this week so you can have access to it. And because I am so amazing and I love you so much, when you go to Confidently Queer forward slash um, devotional, you can sign up and get three, the first three days for free, the first three days of the devotional for free in your inbox immediately. And then the link to pre-order the book will be in that first email. So you're welcome. (laughs) Now let's get into this topic. Okay. You already know it's going to be juicy. It's going to be good. I'm going to tell you what it is, what's going on, share my personal experiences with you and encourage and build you up and empower you to step fully into your confidence as a queer believer. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I personally do have tons of insecurities (laughs) and tons of self-doubt, right? And I think it's just so beautiful of God to give me this gift of the program Confidently Queer where I help walk other people through their process of becoming confident as a queer person. Now, I will say I am 100% confident as a queer person. My insecurities and my self-doubt shows up and has honestly been amplified as I've stepped into entrepreneurship and released the work that God's given me to do. I mean, just being on social media as someone who is a service-based entrepreneur can be very um, insecurity uh, laden experience, right? Like there's doubt of showing up and not knowing what to say and even doing the podcast right now. I don't know for whatever reason. (laughs) Is this self-doubt that's coming up? Insecurity, honey? I don't know. But all of that to say, 
that self-doubt and insecurity exist in all of us and it exists in different areas of our life. And so for me, um, yes, I'm confident as a queer person, as a queer Christian, I show up in the world as me now, right? And I help other people do the same. But as an entrepreneur, I'm insecure there. There's self-doubt there. In my romantic relationships, which I'll, I'm going to get deeper into, how um, my past insecurity as a queer person really impacted my romantic relationships. But we all have insecurities in different areas. And so some people may see someone and say, oh my gosh, they're so confident at work. I couldn't imagine that they would be not confident that they would be feeling insecure in this other area, right? Like you could be a great wife, but a terrible, not a terrible mom. <laughs> I mean, that's to come out that way. You could be a great wife, but feel <laughs> insecure as a mom and feel like you're a terrible mom, right? You could be a great mom and then feel like you're a terrible wife, or you could be great at being in relationships and then feel really bad, you know, at, as being a good friend or a good sibling, right? And so it exists in all areas and different and in different um, measures in the different areas of our life. And so for me, um, self-doubt, the definition of that for me is doubting my abilities, doubting, doubting my, my talents, doubting my gifts, doubting my genius, doubting my existence being enough, right? Not feeling confident in whatever area that it may be in. And so for me, um, currently right now, it would be feeling insecure in romantic relationships. That's why I don't teach about dating. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all have been following me for a while, you know there is very, very minimal advice that I give about dating because that is an area of insecurity for me, right? That's an area of self-doubt for me. And so it's me in that arena doubting that I'm able to show up as all of I am and that be good enough, right? Or feeling self-doubt could be feeling that I need to become or be something else in order to be accepted, right? That's insecurity, not feeling confident. And so for someone who is experiencing self-doubt, insecurity in any area of your life, there is a ton of fear there, right? Because if I'm doubting my genius, if I'm doubting my abilities, if I'm doubting just the idea that I deserve to exist as I am, there is a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of um, stress, right, around just being, right? And you know, as queer people, that is the thing. There's stress around just being. And overall, our well-being is so negatively impacted because Sometimes uh, we often don't notice that we are being negatively impacted by something um, because we don't pay attention to the details of our lives. And so you may think to yourself, oh man, I know people don't like queer people, but I'm completely okay. But you're not sleeping well at night or you're not um, giving your body the food that makes you happy and that is healthy for you. You're not showing up powerfully in relationships there is maybe you're at a job and 
you know you deserve that promotion or you know you can handle this new addition to the role or maybe you don't want to right maybe you want to feel powerful enough to say no i don't want any more work right but you don't because of this self-doubt and insecurity that may be seeping into your life from this one area where you are feeling insecure and doubting your existence your existence and your right to exist as a queer person so for me when that showed up in my life when i was in that space of doubting and feeling insecure as a queer person it caused me uh to hide not just working at the ministry which felt very practical to not come out in that situation but it caused me to hide in my intimate family relationships to the people who were closest to me i was hiding all of who i was i was hiding my thoughts about things i was hiding my opinions about things i was hiding and feeling insecure that i would say the wrong thing and so i wasn't fully engaging in conversation although i was creating space for other people to share and be themselves i wasn't giving them the benefit or the opportunity to be that for me as well because i was so insecure in showing up in all of who i was at the time and sharing and not even just being confident and queer and then being like this is who i am accept me but not giving them the opportunity to be a safe space for me in my process and in my questioning because i was so full of insecurity i was so full of doubt i didn't give anybody else a chance in my intimate relationships and please hear me i'm being very careful about saying in my intimate relationships because i did not feel any responsibility <laughs> to create that safe space or allow other people who were not um, and had not shown any desire to invest in me emotionally i had felt no responsibility to allow them to create a safe space for me that i don't care <laughs> that's not important to me it was not important to me and i'm thinking specifically about two um, really powerful women in my life that i did not show up fully um and they thought this whole time right i mean one of them i was eventually able to do this but there was a time where i, I didn't and they felt like they knew me and i played into that and said yes of course you know I'm like of course this is who i am but i was lying and so the self-doubt and the insecurity caused me to lie to people that i knew cared about me and loved me and so more than just being this outward um general well-being uh to the world for me my insecurity and self-doubt really hurt my my the depth of the relationships that i really truly valued and it was because i didn't want to feel rejected right because those are the the common triggers right so i didn't want to feel rejected i didn't want to feel invalidated i didn't want to um have a repeat of what i knew what i've seen happen in the church and in different spaces that I was existing in at the time, I didn't want to bring that possibility into these intimate relationships. Now, um one of them that I can think of specifically right now, my dear dear cousin who I is like my favorite person in the entire world. Um that relationship 
I was clear that that would not be a situation where I would be rejected or invalidated, but there was still that insecurity that said, well, maybe we're not, you know, ready to say all yet because we don't know for sure. And so while I was doubting myself as a queer person, I was also doubting this person's love for me and this person's ability to receive me because I know them, right? I know them very well. Now, maybe I don't know them, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I know her really well. Um, because now what the beautiful thing that's happened is now that I've gotten confident in this area, um, in my queer identity, I'm able to show up in this relationship in such a deeper, more transparent way that feels so vulnerable, but it feels so good to allow another person to see me. And I think that's the, that's the really um, big thing about walking around with insecurity and doubt as a queer person is that we don't allow the people that we know love us, that we know would accept us, we don't allow them to see us. And it's been such a powerful experience and it's honestly been one of the greatest gifts in my coming out journey and stepping into the work that I do now. I don't know why it's making me wanna cry, um, but it's been so beautiful because I allow this person to see me. And for me, um, that's meant allowing her to see me when I'm feeling weak, when I'm feeling not the greatest. I don't know, I'm trying not to cry, but um, allowing her to see me when I'm really, really hurt. And usually when I was in that space of feeling insecure, and doubting God's acceptance of me or doubting the Bible's um, affirmation of who I am, all of my hurt was spent with me, right? I didn't share that with anyone when um, it took me to really dark places of where, um, and trigger warning on this, where I was contemplating not existing anymore. Um, all of that pain was just with me, right? And so my mental health was very significantly negatively impacted because of this insecurity that really was internalized um, homophobia, right? This stigma that I was taking in, I didn't let anyone see me. And so now that I, I can, I'm able to experience the range of emotions with respect um, because I am a person of growth, <laughs> right? But with respect, experience the range of emotions and not feel the need to hide that, right? Like I can be happy, I can be angry, um, I can be not perfect, I can be not Coach Yama, um, I can be the one that's not working on, <laughs> not working on neuroplasticity and changing my brain. I can be all of those things in this relationship. And it's just been so, so powerful and so beautiful to exist in this. And hopefully something that I'm saying is, is resonating with you of maybe it's something that you want as well. And maybe it's something that you never thought about, 
that could be a byproduct of you walking confidently as a queer person because um, the reason why we have self-doubt, the reason why we exist in insecurity in any area of our lives, right? And at this point, I'm talking to me about how I feel insecure in romantic relationships. The reason why we experience these emotions or these thoughts is because we have a lack of knowledge, right? Um, in Hosea, it says the lack of knowledge is the reason why we perish. And so in John eight thirty six and 32, we know the truth and it's the truth that's going to set us free. So um, thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> As we get to know the truth about who we are, right? And we can't do that on our own. We need to be in relationship with God so that God can reveal who we are to ourselves, right? Um, my story and my testimony about how I eventually came out was in conversation with God and God said, when are you going to finally accept yourself because you being queer is your superpower? I would not have ever said that to myself. I would never have experienced it as a superpower because it had up until that point been a place of extreme pain and a burden to my life, right? I wanted to chuck that thing as far away as possible. Now, I enjoyed being in love with women and having sexual experiences and all of that. Um, but when I now needed to go be the version of myself that I saw in my mind, being queer was not a part of that, right? It wasn't a superpower. It was a burden. It was something that held me back. It was something that limited my options, right? And so in order for us to release self-doubt, in order for us to get to the place of security um, and certainty and confidence, we have to know for real who we are. And it's not a one-time conversation, right? It's not a one-time glimpse of who you are. It's a consistent experience of sitting down and in your imagination, seeing the fullness of who you are with everything about you included you being someone like i'll just use me for example me being a woman me being a woman who is slim okay because in african culture that has also been <laughs> a point of contention and pain for me um being a slim person except that i'm slim and i don't have you know small waist and a big booty <laughs> y'all know we always gotta laugh while we have these conversations right so accepting that about me, um, and you know, <laughs> like a side note, because y'all, it would be different if I had a mother who had a similar physique as I do, and it'd be like, oh, like, yeah, my mom and I, you know, we share this or whatever, but we don't because my mother <laughs> is the, um, the picture of what people think when they think of someone having a coke bottle shave okay and so then here i am and i brought the physique of my father and so it has not been um a fun journey up until now almost in my 40s it's part of my insecurity um showing up in relationships right the way that i see my body and people you know in western caucasian culture being skinny is like a thing and so i've been able to kind of exist in that realm and kind of get validation from that but i'm an african woman i'm a black girl so um it's been hard and so looking 
at all of that of me, right? And saying, this is, I'm a black girl who's slim. I'm an African woman who is also slim. I'm also queer. I'm also someone who is mystical and spiritual. I'm also someone who really, really values relationship and experience with God and creator. And I prioritize that above everything else. And that's okay, right? That's okay for me. I'm someone who's also a fierce womanist and a feminist. I am all of these things and I accept that about me. And I hold that and I sit in honor. I sit in gratitude. I sit in respect of my parts, right? In the whole. And I do that consistently, right? I do the work of showing up every day. Now, the way for me to do that in the most effective way isn't seeing myself in 10 years doing it. It's seeing myself today doing it. It's seeing myself doing it right now, right? We don't cure or heal self-doubt and insecurity by looking into the future or looking behind us. We cure self-doubt because it can be cured, right? This is not something that you have to carry around for the rest of your life. Um, you can cure self-doubt. You can cure insecurity by number one, going to God and receiving sight. Come on, Holy Spirit. We can go to God and receive sight about who we are and trust it and believe it and integrate it, right? Integrate what God says about you into how you see yourself and whatever ways that you see yourself that's not in alignment with this beautiful image this reality because whatever who whoever god sees you as whatever image god has in god's mind about you that's reality right that's truth that and you're beautiful you're amazing you are one of a kind literally okay of all the people that have ever existed you may look like a couple of people but you are uniquely you right and that is powerful. And so how do I get to that place of releasing insecurity and self-doubt as a queer person? I first just have to go and receive the image that God has of me as me. Like without the queer Christian part, just me. Just showing up, this is me, how do you see me, right? And then when it's time for me to allow God to wrap arms around the queer parts of me and show me how to wrap my own hands around that part of me doing that, right? And it's not a, a long, hard process. The only part that may feel long and hard is that we often don't have the, the mindset that is conducive to changing our lives because the work is always simple. The hard part is consistency so yes today you may feel great about who you are but then when you get up tomorrow morning do the work again and then the next day do the work again but you don't have to worry about all those other days you only have to worry about today because the only time that ever exists is in the present is right now and so the way that we take care of ourselves right and we go from self-doubt to self-care and insecurity to confidence is you take care of you, right? You take care of you in the relationship that you have with God. You set boundaries, right? If you know that you waking up in the morning and scrolling on social media, <laughs> talking to all of us, 
is going to get you a little rocky throughout the day, then don't do it, right? If you know, listening to that preacher say all these things about queer people early in the morning is going to set your day off on the wrong foot, then don't do it, beloved, right? Set boundaries around this work that's going to be done. And here's the, here's the beautiful thing about renewing our mind. It's hard in the beginning because you really are changing your brain. You're changing your mind, but eventually your mind changes. Okay, can I say that again? Eventually your mind changes. Eventually confidence becomes your default. And that's the goal, okay? And that's really the goal that I have for Confidently Queer and what I help my clients do. So with all of that being said, something else that we can always discuss and share is finding spaces online or in person that are affirming of all of who you are, where you can see and witness. And I apologize for that noise if you can hear it. You definitely probably can hear that. Um, the kids in the building are probably playing at the pool um, or crying, so I apologize about that. But, wait a minute. Let me stop for a second and come back. All right, back like we never left. I bet you didn't feel that, okay? The baby had to stop crying, the baby's doing fine. Um, I don't know who baby it was. <laughs> but like I was saying about affirming um, communities, the beautiful thing about being a part of an affirming community, and that doesn't need to be a thousand people, 520, not even five, right? It could just be you and another person. But one of the beautiful things about being in community is journeying together with other people, right? That's one of the great things about Confidently Queer, my signature program, um, is that you get to journey with other people and the benefit of Confidently Queer is that you get to journey with me so you get reflected back to you what it could look like for you to live confident, confidently as a queer person, right? So that's really something that will be a huge accelerator for you as you're on this journey trying to, not trying to, but on the journey to eliminate self-doubt and insecurity as a queer person because what all we all want to show confidently as we are right um again speaking to myself all right especially when it comes to romantic relationships so that is it for today that's our episode um thank you so much for tuning in i really love um having you as part of this community if there are topics that you want me to discuss slide into the dms on instagram baby let me know and if you have not already go to confidently queer forward slash devotional and get those first three days of the devotional free and do your pre-order if you're somebody who likes to have physical copies in your hand um the pre-order for the paperback will be here by the next time you and i are having this conversation okay again i love you if you're not following me on instagram please do so i'm also doing better on the TikToks, okay? So come and follow me on TikTok. And if you are someone who you have done all of the reading, you've done all of the study, all of the podcasts, and listened to all of the things, and you are still stuck and are not sure um, why you haven't been able to get to this place of confidence yet, book a call with me at yama.com forward slash book now. 
let's have a conversation and see if you and I working together would be a great fit, okay? So until next time, beloved, bye!